The aim of Black Mental Matters is to tell experiences with honesty. Therefore, some discussions may trigger an adverse reaction. If a discussion is beginning to upset you, we advise that you please stop listening and talk to your support team. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again. It's Black Mental Matters, the podcast designed to help eradicate the stigma as it relates to mental health, particularly in the black community. Hopefully you just said, Alexa, play Black Mental Matters podcast as you came on, right? Well, listen, did you know that your emotional well-being has a powerful effect on your overall health? Yes, it does. Mental and emotional stress can translate into negative reactions, a weakened immune system, and even poor health. We're going to be talking about today because of all our hectic schedules. You know, you got devices pinging from every direction. Our life is increasingly uncertain. It's more crucial than ever to maintain a sense of calm and balance. And what better way to do it than to Observe Emotional Wellness Month observed all October, which is reminding us to disconnect and take time out for our brain. So McKeeba and I are going to chop that up. Hope all is well for you. Glad you're here. It's Black Mental Matters. Once again, it is Black Mental Matters with your boy, Vince the Voice, and your girl, M. How many letters behind your name? She is so qualified, bona fide, certified. She is the healthcare wellness guru, Makiba Reed Johnson. Hey, Makiba. Hey, Vince the Voice, Bailey. How are you doing? That'll be $20, okay? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> no, it Checks is. in the mail. It is so true. Good to talk to you. And uh, uh, thank you so much everyone for joining us and this Makiba where has the time gone already we've surpassed a year with the show but this is already October I know October I know. are you serious <laughs> I know Vince I mean time is going by so fast and that's why it, it's it's so important to pay attention to yourself <sighs> yes. and Pay attention to the things that you're doing for yourself and and to yourself that you need to stop doing. Absolutely. Well, this uh, uh, October, this is what is deemed uh, Emotional Wellness Month. I didn't realize this that, uh, just for a second. There's over uh, 1,500 national days. That, you know, it's, it's this kind of day. Love your dog. I saw it was uh, just recently the, <laughs> the daughter day. Then I saw my boy put this up. National Sunday. Who your first born day? I'm like, oh, but hey, all right, I digress. <laughs> This is this no, is this is emotional. Right. <laughs> it is a lot of days. I forget Halloween. Uh, this is emotional <laughs> wellness month, and we we're taking stock of our stress levels this month and mm-hmm. uh, make some changes in our life so that. Uh, I, I, and I know it's even more challenging for us all during this still COVID mm-hmm. uncertainty time. But but this is the time to really focus in and improve our emotional wellness. Absolutely. Absolutely. And to start, you know, just taking a personal inventory on where we are, especially as as black Americans with what's going on with Breonna Taylor. I mean, there's so much going on that's that's negatively impacting black people collectively. And this is why we can't 
stop having this dialogue. You said her name and I mean her name and there's a long laundry list of names and and, and so you know you can get so wrapped up in just so many things right now. I mean there's so much uncertainty in things but at the same time this this still is a good time folks and that's as we, we, we gotta in, infuse some optimism in here and that's part of emotional wellness. Um, right. I was feeling kind of kind of good you know looking at some strategies that you can use for improving your emotional health. And I'm going to start it with one that says brighten your outlook. Brighten your mm-hmm. outlook. I mean, people who are emotionally well have fewer negative emotions and able to bounce back from difficulties a little bit faster. Remember your good deeds, some things that you've done that were good. I, I saw you post it the other day when you was the champ. You still the champ of, of, of uh, <laughs> boxing. You know, that was a great time. That's when we first got together some, what, eight years ago. Just, you know, look back. Everything is not bad. There there are some mm-hmm. good things going on in your, or in your life and good things that you've done before. That's right. And it's while while we're on that topic, Vince, I, I just wanted just people that are listening just to have an understanding of the distinction between mental health and emotional wellness because some people use it interchangeably and okay. they're really not okay. the same thing. Mm. Yeah, so mental health is is just basically dealing with behaviors that are related to the human mind or the brain and related problems that are typically the result of a chemical imbalance in the brain that can be measured mm. tangibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then and, you know, like depression, anxiety, paranoid, schizophrenia, bipolar disorder. That's not what we're talking about today. Today we're talking about, and this is why I like this topic and that you brought this up, is we're talking about the thoughts and feelings and how you cope with the ups and downs of everyday life. And that's a skill set yes. that everybody needs to have in conjunction to how they're managing their mental health. Oh, thank you so much. Yes, that is that 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 is where we had this doing things and like I say remember your good deeds and then another one uh, Makiba is forgiving yourself you know a lot of times yeah. ooh, we get you know we did something wrong and it just keeps flashing up in our mind and you get stuck you uh, do you get stuck yeah yeah you do because I mean especially if you're already dealing with a lot of uh, external trauma or some unresolved stuff with relationships and then you're kind of beating yourself up about it mm-hmm. another is to spend more time with your friends and more so surrounding yourself with positive healthy folks I know I cannot I can't be around nobody that's negative I, I just can't yeah. do it I, I'm like man I got to move on <laughs> you try to change it you know the, the, the words a couple times if they don't get it it's like oh, I, got, I, I, yeah. I, I, I gotta go I gotta go right mm-hmm. no 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 no. you're right our moods moods actually have a vibrational frequency mm. I mean so so you can feel you when so- you walk into a, a room and, and and a person has negative energy you can feel it because it actually gives off a vibration and if you're sensitive to it you can pick it up I have and- done, yes you are so right <laughs> I have felt that before like eh, I don't know <laughs> kind of, bye, bye. <laughs> thank you for letting me know early I gotta go right. yeah wow yeah so we're talking about there the, the more positive mindset and you brought this up right at the beginning uh, another uh, strategy for improving your emotional health during this emotional wellness month is to reduce your stress. And how do you yes. do that? One thing that's very simple is to get enough sleep. Ooh, that, that, cornerstone. Uh, yep. Cornerstone. That's it. We don't we don't pay enough attention to that, Vince, because a lot of people operate on like two, three hours worth of sleep. Can't do it. 
Mm-mm. Yeah. And, and they are getting up and they're functioning on just, you know, two or three hours worth of sleep. And they're not aware of the impact that that has on you, not just biologically, but mentally when you're going through your day sleep deprived because you cannot make up sleep. Like if you only got three hours of sleep last night and you say, OK, well, tonight I'm going to sleep 10 hours. You cannot make up sleep like Mm-mm. that's not how your body operates. So you cannot start going into a sleep deprivation cycle because eventually your body's going to shut down and make you rest. And there's a such thing as a better quality sleep as as we talk about that. Oh, and, yeah. uh, you know, going to bed at the same time every night. And, and, and I'm going to confess, you know, this is again, that's why I love this <laughs> show so much and working with you because uh, it's a therapy session because I don't go to bed at the same time every night, but that's what you should do. <laughs> sleep in a dark, quiet, comfortable environment. I got the TV going. I need the TV going. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm sorry. Uh, limit okay. the use of electronics. I'm looking. What did we keep a post something last night? <laughs> you know, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> Avoid alcohol. Oh, Lord. Avoid nicotine. Oh, Lord. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> but no, those are the things, the, seriously, to, to, to help you have a quality sleep. And, and there's a difference. You can tell when you wake up and you had a good night's sleep as opposed to, oh, man. Yes, yes, yes. And that has to do with, did you do the right, did you go through the right steps before you fell asleep, like Mm. turning off the lights and and, and also being aware of your mind activity, Mm. because that's usually the thing that keeps people up at night. And a lot of people have said to me that it feels like when they're trying to go to sleep, that their mind is attacking them. Like they can't turn their brain off. They can't stop thinking. And and when you start becoming aware, Vince, if you sit back and just watch your thoughts, just be aware of them, it is shocking the percentage of the thoughts that you are thinking are not positive. Mm. They're not constructive. You're not figuring anything out. You are just worrying about stuff. And so if that stuff actually happens, then you're going through it twice. But most of the time, the things that you're worrying about don't happen. Mm. (laughs) I mean, like, like, look at the stuff that we're going through now, Vince. Nobody was worried about a a pandemic in 2020. I mean, we didn't see this coming. You know, this was just on us. So the things that we have been worrying about, usually those things don't occur. And then you're going through this mental agony at night trying to shut that thinking off. And that's why this the practice of meditation is so important to, to, to try to get in front of that. Wow. You, you, you said a lot right there, uh, McKeeb. And I, I kind of take pride in myself. And I don't know if it's a selfish thing or what, but I, I, I've learned not to worry. I really have. Mm-hmm. It's just, I mean, and, and I've had reasons over the years <laughs> You know, uh, 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 to, that, that that could have, you know, initiated a lot of worry. But I just said to myself that, look, ain't nothing I can do about that. And I'm sorry. Right. And and um, but when it does come, you're right. It, it, especially during a time like this, if, you know, the jobs and, you know, you can't even go to the grocery store without freaking out because somebody got their mask right. on and all this kind of stuff. Uh, your mm-hmm. children, you're worried about them. Uh, mm-hmm. It can be tough. So, as you said, maybe you need to do some additional things like uh, meditation and the, the mindfulness things that you talk about quite a bit, huh? 
Absolutely, because when you're looking at idealistically what being emotionally well looks like, it, it means that you are just comfortable with who you are, that you are adaptable and resilient. So that means that if you are practicing being at peace with yourself and you're practicing not having anxiety and stress, that when you walk into a space where somebody else is negative or you see even see something online, that there is a moment of pause before you react mm. and that you're not just immediately reacting to someone else's mind stream because that's basically what you're doing when you are interacting with negative people. Your your mind is 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 interacting with their mind and, and when you step away from that and you become more aware of your own triggers and it's the process of being able to be in a leadership role mm. um you know and i mean and, and that kind of comes to you know where we are with the current leadership that we have now is it is we need or you need leadership and you need to be in a position where you don't react to everything where people can't rile you up mm. and get you upset and get you out of your character so this is very important especially when you are talking about your own state of mind and and just how Having a, a positive outlook on life, it also comes with you being able to say, okay, no, I'm not going to interact with this person. Right, right, right. Uh, I like this statement that it, uh, it means not living your life, being mindful, uh, uh, not living mm -hmm. your life on autopilot, you know, that yes. uh, being completely aware of what's happening in this very moment of all right. that's going on inside and what's going on around you. Uh, it does require some commitment and practice, but I'll tell you, you would be some some of the ways to, to, to be more mindful, uh, Makiba, take some mm -hmm. deep breaths, right? Just stop for a second. You used to look at that post again online, like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Breathe in through your nose, hold it to mm -hmm. four, uh, uh, to a count of four, hold it for a second, then exhale, do it about five times. That'll calm you down from that nut mm -hmm. posting that stuff on your <laughs> deal you know uh walking i have really enjoyed walking mm -hmm. lately and um we've in incorporated a little music not too as we walk oh, probably need to cut awesome. it off but but i like it you know <laughs> I, awesome. I can do a couple more laps when i got some jams playing but yeah. you know and i'm looking around at at you know ant hills or dirt or flowers mm -hmm. or other mm -hmm. people and it just again uh even mindful eating um being yes. you know, taking your time, you know, a lot of times we woofing stuff down, but be aware mm -hmm. of the taste, the textures, the flavors in each bite, and listen right. to your body when you're hungry and full. I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, I like some food, boy, <laughs> so I like that one there. Where's Carol? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and then, and then, uh, there's some mindful uh, mindfulness resources probably in your own community, including yoga, like uh, Miss Nina mm -hmm. Rose do, and uh, yes. uh, me uh, meditation classes, yeah. Uh, mindfulness-based mm -hmm. stress reduction programs, books, mindfulness, and you you talked about this from day one, and it has really been a blessing to me to to be aware that you can control some of your emotional wellness just by being mindful of the moment that you're in, not worrying about what you can't do nothing about next week. Absolutely, and and that's why your your walks are so therapeutic, Vince, is because when you are immersed in nature, you are are, you are communing with nature and there is an interaction between yourself and the environment, the natural environment around you because we've been so disconnected from life 
outdoors because we're inside all the time. I mean, we used to live outside. You know, the human race used to live outside. So there was this constant connection with the earth and the earth was valued as a living being. And we saw ourselves as a part of the earth. And, and, And when you go back to that it makes you become still because nature is still. So when you commune with nature, it impacts you internally because it forces you to calm down because just say if you're just looking at a flower or you're looking at plants or shrubbery or leaves, the interaction and the difference between being outdoors and indoors and interacting with people is that when you are interacting with nature is that nature doesn't have reckless mind activity that you mm. can tune into. Mm-hmm. So that nature is just pure and it's just there and it's just alive. And, beautiful. and it's just, yes, yes right. Mm-hmm. And when you just immerse yourself in that, you're able to tune into that frequency, which is quiet. <laughs> yes. Because people who are loud and angry and arguing, their vibrational frequency is loud and so Sometimes it'll make you not even pay attention to the opportunities around you where you can be still and just really appreciate silence and nature. Speak it, Makiba. Speak it, girl. Get me started. Hey. Don't get me started. <laughs> it's Black Middle Matters. And once again, we're talking about Emotional Wellness Month, this month of October that we're in, and some strategies for improving your emotional health during this month and, and moving forward. Uh, another is to build healthy support systems. And how, yes. how can you do that? Well, you can start even in the household, uh, stronger relationships with your kids, um, mm-hmm. whether they're grown or little, uh, building a stronger relationship, active, uh, get active and share some good habits with your family and friends. If you're a caregiver, ask for some help from others. That stresses people out a lot. Oh, you know? my goodness. Because yeah, you, you don't want to be arguing about who's going to take care of mama or daddy, but right. sometimes you need a break. You shouldn't be ashamed to be asking for that. Volunteer for some things you care about in your community. I really miss volunteering. I'm going to tell you that. And, and I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I used to volunteer with the Job Corps, just specific programs over the years. Yeah, and That's very rewarding. Oh, the kids would just, you know, just Mm -hmm. give me such a great feeling to see them uh, moving on in life. But there's, you know, gardening, community gardens, a school. It, it may be more difficult now, of course, because of this pandemic, but volunteering can really give you some 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 uh, a boost in your emotional wellness. Absolutely. I mean, because that, again, takes you outside of yourself and it makes you think about others and to get out of your own mindset of, you know, thinking about your problems and your worries and having something else to focus on where it's benefiting somebody else. Mm. That's very important. Very important. And one that strikes home with, with all of us and and even more so uh, I would say during this time with, as it relates to emotional wellness is, is, is coping with loss. You know when someone, Absolutely. Yeah, yes. yeah, someone in your yes. love, in your that you love uh, uh, passes, moves on your, your whole world changes and mm-hmm. uh, there's no right or wrong way to mourn. There is things that you can do to help cope with that loss first of all kind of all these things is just taking care of yourself uh you you know i've seen people who they experience a loss and they just let everything go and you, you can't do that you have to no you can't keep moving keep uh eating and exercising and getting to sleep right. all these things all in one um, right uh talking to caring friends let others know when you want to talk it's nothing wrong with talking in fact uh you know as uh, this this program again gives me 
an opportunity to talk about some things that normally I wouldn't, you know, but I'm finding it easier to cope with the losses, the severe, you know, hard losses that I that I had in my life. But by talking Absolutely. to you and, and things like that, yeah. Um, right. Don't make major changes right away. That would help. And uh, and there's uh, support groups out there as well. And, I, you know, we keep on me to put you on the, on the point, but you, you know, recently <laughs> lost uh, uh, your dad. And uh, yeah. I want to say you've you've handled it very well. I, I know what that's like. And, and, uh, well, you have no idea. I know how, well, I got the camera up there in the closet. <laughs> you doing good, girl. Uh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, thanks. No, no. You're you're absolutely right, Vince. And and what I've learned through you know through my own experience is the importance of paying attention to the thoughts that you place on a situation. Like like grieving the death of a loved one is is hard, and that's one thing. But what I've had to really be aware of is not replaying negative scenarios in yes. my mind and yes. thinking back. You know when the person was sick and and just like I've it's really taught me how to to be aware of what I might be adding to the situation that will make me feel worse and to be able to turn that around and say, okay, I'm going to just look at things from a different perspective and not add the negative context to it. You know, like this is really tough just with the masks and, you know, the the way that the the funerals are now being being held. I mean, it's really hard for people now to to process trauma because there's nothing normal to go back to. You know, like my, 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 my husband and I we're trying to grab some sushi yesterday and I mean it, it was like an obstacle course just trying to get in the restaurant and then get the mask and wipe the table down and half the stuff wasn't on the menu and it was mm. just a reminder of we are not in a normal state of existence right now and, and we don't know when we will be but to try to like what you're saying this is why I really enjoy working with you so much Vince what you're saying is that you have to extract the positive from yes. it yes. because if you don't it will kill you. Stress, sadness, sorrow, grief, anger, anxiety, it can kill you. And that's why so many black people die from the, the silent killer, high blood pressure. I mean, it, it's deadly and it's based upon some biological factors, too, but it's triggered by your stress reaction, hmm. which you can control. Which you can control. That's right. That's right. Again, we're talking about emotional wellness and October being it. I've got uh, some some interesting, fascinating things about emotional wellness here for you, Makiba. You know, okay. uh, and, and if our audience didn't know, that emotions start in the brain. Yes. <laughs> our feelings are controlled by the release of certain chemicals and electrochemical signals that flow through our bodies in response to outside stimuli emotions mm-hmm. think about it starts in your brain yes yes they actually start in the left part huh. the left side of the brain so so when a thought occurs that thought happens and then that accompanying emotion is what happens with that thought and what people don't think about is the role of the right brain when you are aware of your thought processes and how much you're thinking and what you're thinking about that using that right hemisphere of the brain to observe 
what the left brain is doing. Mm. Girl, you broke that down. Go ahead, Dr. Dr. No, it is. <laughs> That's all right. I it's like really it. It's really interesting. Yes. It, it is, it's really interesting because when you think about, you know, whatever your religious affiliation is, or if you think about God or a supreme being, your mind should not be attacking you. Right. If you feel like you can't shut off your thinking, that is something that you have got to address. And when you start stepping back and observing it, you almost it's almost like watching a child have a tantrum. Mm. And then you realize you are not the thought. Mm. You're the thinker, but you are not the thought. People think that they are their thoughts and they identify with their thoughts. And that's why it's so hard to argue with people when they when they have a thought because they they become the thought. And what is healthy is when you have that space of awareness, when you're able to observe your thoughts as just thoughts and you don't engage or become or morph into every idea that comes into your head. Girl, I'm about to take up a collection for you because that was good. <laughs> that was good. Can we get an amen on this girl? I'll, I'll, be, I'll just take some ribs. <laughs> <laughs> just another, one. <laughs> another fascinating fact is that emotions help us survive. Uh, feelings yeah. like panic, fear, or joy uh, yeah. help the early humans understand external threats and rewards and still guides the way that we react today to outside actions. Emotions help us survive. So they're not a bad thing. It's a good thing. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. And humans are the only mammals, the only animals on the planet that have the capacity to think in terms of past, present and future. Mm. So and what has happened is that we have (laughs) we have devolved, unfortunately, and we have abused our minds by overthinking and over utilizing thinking about the past thinking about the future and not spending enough time in the present and that's why animals your dog your cat animals aren't stressed out because Mm. they're they're not thinking about the next thing that they have to do they're just enjoying that moment that you just walk into the door wow (laughs) don't break it up don't break up the past that's right (laughs) another fact is that we feel in our entire bodies Um, emotions manifest themselves in our bodies through physical reactions like increased, decreased heart rate, sweat, temperature change, Mm -hmm. numbness. You know, you feel with with our entire bodies, your emotions go through your entire bodies. Absolutely. uh, uh, Emotions are contagious. You said it earlier. It could be vibrational frequency. Vibrational frequency. And, and, you know, people like to be around folks that are happy and uh, happy-go-lucky and uh, you Mm -hmm. know pleasant, more so than uh, being around Debbie Downer. You know, no (laughs) doubt about it. Uh, Humans unconsciously mimic the expressions of others around them. A smile really can be very infectious. I use it. I use it all the time. Mm -hmm. Me too. Uh, You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yes, yes. You can disarm people with it. You you disarm. And and especially when you're trying to achieve something. I can recall uh, uh, doing a job for the uh, Forest Service. I was going to all these places, Utah, uh, Nebraska, you know, places where not a lot of folks look like me. And then I come Mm -hmm. on to these these folks. Uh, centers and they don't know me from Adam but I'm coming in with a big cheese eating grin hi Bob I'm Vince <laughs> I'm just sent here by the force you know and uh, it works so well why does his name have to be Bob <laughs> <laughs> you know Tom <laughs> whatever <laughs> it, it wasn't Rufus I tell you actually there was a Rufus that's why I said 
<laughs> and he was cool. Uh, one last fascinating fact is that negative feelings are important, even though we don't want them. Uh, though unpleasant, experiencing and processing bad feelings is an important part of maintaining balance and strong mental health as well. Uh, I used to, I like to say, good, bad, or, or indifferent, everything has meaning. Negative feelings are important. Absolutely, because they're, they're supposed to trigger a response system in you for your own protection. You're, you're absolutely right. And that's what the brain was originally designed for with the capacity for us to experience emotions. Is You know, when we are, are fearful, that means that there is an immediate, imminent threat or, or that's what is supposed to be the um, cause. But what's happened is that we are sitting and we, in our minds, we are creating these scenarios sometimes in our minds and and then all the fear and all the emotions that you just touched upon, Vince, we are feeling all that stuff through our body at night when we're trying to sleep, laying in the bed at three o'clock in the morning, you know, thinking about stress or mm-hmm. anger or something that scares you or something that made you upset. And and then thinking back, well, I should have said this or I should have said that. And I wish I had done this, but it's over, it's you know, over. but those, those, those feelings are supposed to trigger a response that you have in real time. Mm. And if you don't respond in real time, that situation needs just to be over. Mm. Well, we're going to this again, everyone, we're going to celebrate together this uh, emotional wellness month. We all going to set some goals. Yay. We're going to reduce stress <laughs> in our lives. We're going to give each other massages and do our toes <laughs> and everything. Take long, hot baths with with Hello. CBD in it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Sip some wine and just chill out. Everything is going to be all right. We got to take it step by step mm-hmm. and uh, all that good stuff. And and uh, hey, you know, uh, got to remind folks, uh, our program now uh, is on uh, uh, Amazon Music. So all you got to yes. do is say, hey, Alexa, play Black Mental Matters podcast. That is so cool uh, I love to, it. for us to be able to do that. See, it, that, that makes us feel good right there. Don't <laughs> yes, it does. I love that. <laughs> well, happy, that. happy Emotional Wellness Month, Makiba. Thank you so much. We are out of time, but it's been a blast. I'm telling it you, has. what a good show. Thank you, Vince. Thank you, baby. <laughs> Have a great one, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>